almost there. Uh, yeah, this is this is definitely in here. Okay. Uh, can you tell your grandma to hurry up and open the door for us? Because we got it. Oh, she's definitely asleep. I, I think we can just buzz her in, right? Buzz, can we yeah, buzz it in? Let's buzz it. Uh, 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 oh, you know, hey, look, it, it's, it looks like it's unlocked, actually, so let's just get in. It's quick, quick, quick. Uh, <clears throat> that was cold, and it's crazy that your grandma left you this house in the middle of Montana during a yeah. blizzard. Well, you know, it's April. It's not supposed to happen like this, you know? I mean, I mean Pontitani Phil said it's going to be about six more weeks of winter, and that was about it's six weeks ago. Not, not my groundhog. That's what I say. <laughs> not my ground. That's true. So what are we? Uh, I don't. I mean, she you know, even. It's pretty late. It's pretty late. She's probably asleep. I don't. Yeah. Let's get to the. Uh, oh, is that a foyer over there? Yeah. Yeah. Come on in. This is where I used to spend a lot of uh, a lot of my summers. Oh. Beautiful. Yeah, a, lot of, a lot of good memories here. Whoa. Dustier than I remember. That fire kind of just started by itself. It's automatic. It's a gas fire. Does your grandma have an owl? No, but she she does like to leave the windows open when it's cold. She's odd. All right, well. Old, old Nana Bazzini. Well, on the mega bus that we were riding on, we did watch two movies. That's true, and we we got to talk to you guys about them. Uh, we're a, doing it, it's it a walk-in podcast. Uh, the start of a of a new month, a new theme. Hope you guys are excited. I'm excited. It's fucking April Ghouls, y'all. April Ghouls. Ooh yeah. And uh, we had a couple of real ghoulies today. Um, whew, I don't even know where to start, Eric. Yeah. Where do you, I think I oughta I oughta do mine first yeah. and then go into yours. Um, yeah, we, we left off with... Because uh, I think we want to end on a positive, and I think there's probably more positive things to say about yours than mine. Yeah, that is for sure. <laughs> All right, here, I'm going to kick off my shoes and warm up my feet by the fire real quick. Oh, yeah. Mm. Beautiful. cold snow actually is. And wet. Oh, did you hear that? Mm. I heard... Uh, you know, it, it, it's... Are you sure grandma's here? She's here. She's definitely here. I think so. I mean, I got the the letter said she would be, so. Okay. She doesn't text. She doesn't, she doesn't do, like, technology. Uh, she doesn't do it's technology. Cool. No, no. Which I always thought is, like, a nice excuse to kind of unplug up here in the woods. Or the, the, the wooded mountains, you know? Yeah. Well. Nice to get away. Uh, but one thing we can't get away from is our obligations as podcasters. So, Eric, let me tell you about Rat Boy. Oh, Rat Boy. Um, had you heard of or seen Rat Boy before this Never. Never heard then? of it. Never heard of it, never seen it. I think I, I ran across it in some digging into one of the actors that was in uh, some of the other movies we've seen. Uh, <laughs> random homeless person? It was, it was the guy who tried to catch Rat Boy, the fat guy. Um, Amazing. Yeah, and I saw Rat Boy and I, was, and I thought to myself, well, I've never 
even heard of this and I, I I look into these kinds of things a lot so it made the list and it made the first spin so yeah. Rat Boy Rat Boy is a, a movie and it came out in 1986 it's a drama that has earnest attempts at levity that do not land very well so it's 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 a movie that's largely about a little boy who is also a rat. Um, he's half boy, half rat. We don't really ever get into what's actually going on to him, which is actually one of my big problems with the movie. Is they yeah. never, they never take Rat Boy to a doctor, and it feels like <laughs> the kind of thing that you would do first. Yeah, there's no scientific studies performed on this. How did we create this Rat Boy? And even. Even if you were in the even in the in the 80s, if you were just planning on fully exploiting this 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 creature as everyone in the movie is, you'd still want a doctor to see what you're like dealing with, right? But that is not something that we we don't we don't get the doctor seeing in this, which is, um, you know, I guess it adds a little element of mystery, but also just makes every everything that happens in this movie makes the characters seem that much more dubious and um, nefarious and shitty and terrible yeah so rat boy is i'd say the main thread in the movie but the other one is uh sandra Locke's character nikki um who is a kind of out of work She's like a she. She was a a window dresser, so she used to set up like the displays in like uh, department stores. And what she, a job! Yeah, and so on on a whim, she is picking through the garbage at the dump. Unclear why. I'm not. She was thrifting, bro. She was thrifting the really old school way. Yeah. <clears throat> For all these. Uh... Yeah, before the hipsters made it too hard. Now that you can't even go to the dump without some hipster breathing down your neck. No, yeah. You can't find... I can't... I had to go to the dump, like, a couple weeks ago to drop off some, like, old furniture. And it moved. They moved the dump. What? Apparently, the old one filled up, and they're just like, all right, that that dump is done. We're making a new (laughs) dump. New dump. I, I mean, the... The politics and science of dumps, it's seems like quite a racket. No um, dump like your mother's, though. <laughs> you hear that? <laughs> I kind of... <laughs> that awesome... Someone playing the drums? Someone played the drums to my... You know, it's probably... Ugh. What the heck was that? I heard like a snarl or something. Ugh. Okay. All right. Can um, we close the door to the foyer? Yeah. Can we close these double yeah. doors? I'm gonna. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. It's a cold. It got colder in here. Uh, I'm gonna carry on, but be aware. Um, so we first meet Rat Boy. He is kidnapped by two kind of bumpkins, who, you guessed it, want to exploit Rat Boy. Um, they want to sell an exclusive about him to a newspaper, and uh, Nikki is pretending to be a reporter because she saw other reporters and heard them talking about a rat boy, and she followed hmm. the she followed the money, 
and uh, she smelled a rat, and she got to the two yokels who showed her rat boy for the first time. <laughs> showed us rat boy for the first time, really. And yeah. uh, introduced they, they rat had boy. A, they had kidnapped him from his home in the dump. Rat boy, uh, Eric, how would you describe rat boy? He is rat like in many ways. Sure. Um, he. He has, he has a tail. What's, we're told he has a tail. We're never shown. Yeah. Um. We. And he, it's like five inches long. So even if we yeah. saw it, it would. He is. Be. He is a rat boy. He is a rat. Yeah. Boy. He looks so like a rat boy. The no. The nose is kind of pulled forward to more of like a snout. The the cheeks around the teeth are very puffy, and he does he does have two big rat teeth sticking down. Not only that, but he does have very long whiskers coming out of the cheeks. So he is he's a rat boy. Um, notable or worth noting is played by a woman by a small woman. Um, her name is Sharon Baird. She was on H.R. Uh, hmm. Puffin stuff, like one of those like 70s giant puppet shows, you know? H.R. Puffin stuff. H.R. Yeah. Puffin stuff. I love that guy. Yeah, like the, the banana split stuff, you know? Um, <laughs> so I think it was, they look, they, they, she looks to be about, or I guess Rat Boy, we'll go with what Rat Boy. Rat Boy looks to be about three and a half feet tall. That's a, I would say he's a little bit taller than that. He's about 12 apples high. Yeah. Um, and... Oh, wait, I have an actual... I think I can actually pull up her... Um, her stats. Hmm... Uh, can't get a height on her, but can tell you that she was divorced uh, in 1972. So, cool. Uh, Alright, so in, in, in an attempt, uh, Nikki attempts to negotiate with the bumpkins and be like, we can work out a deal. I don't want any money. I just want the rights to the story. They don't understand what that means, <laughs> so they sign that away immediately. Um, and then she comes back the next day with her two brothers and a gun and is basically like, we looked in, I don't know how she gets this information, but she does find out that both of the bumpkins are basically, uh, ne'er-do-wells who are on parole. Um, one of them I think even had escaped from prison and she's like, look, we're going to take rat boy and you guys, uh, won't go to jail. <laughs> Also, shout out Louis Anderson. Yeah, yes. Louis Anderson is one of my saving Silvermans. He plays one of the brothers. He shows up dressed as a cop um, to kind of emphasize that she believes that the law is going to be on her side. Uh, so she says what they've done is kidnap a child uh, and then proceeds to also kidnap this child. Uh, she takes she takes Rat Boy and brings brings him to live with her family. Uh, her and her brothers are going to share a, a house in L.A. Um, and they're they're already scheming how they're going to try and make their million off a of rat boy. They're not even like they're not even trying to hide it. Like it's they just never they've never once asked uh, a rat boy. Oh. Woof. Sorry about that. It looks like 
something that chewed through the wire on my mic. Uh, glad we fixed that. Um, oh. oh. You hear that? I, do you see? Do you, see? Did you hear okay. Do you see those over there? Uh, those right there. It, it, it looks, looks like little footprints. Little footprints, and then it says the dust. And then it has it's drawn in dust. It's a picture of us. That's pretty good, actually. Yeah, pretty surprisingly talented, but nonetheless, I mean, it's a caricature. Creepy. But like, it's it 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 lampoons us well. Yeah, it, he definitely took his time. He's been watching us for the last twelve minutes. That is for sure. Yeah, what do you think it is? Like a, like a creature? I don't know. I'm just gonna try to ignore it. Look, here's what I think is going on, and I did. I'm sorry I had to ambush you with this, but my grandma has kind of like a, a sundowners thing. So sometimes she'll wander around. So it's probably just that. And if she enters the room, it's best to just ignore her. Is she a sleepwalker? Uh, yeah, it's like a sundowners thing, you know? Mm. It's like it's more of like a trance kind of. Mm, okay. You ever seen <laughs> you ever seen the the very popular uh, M Night Shyamalan movie The Visit? Yes, I have. Yeah, that's like uh that's what one of the, well, I mean, they have more problems than that. But yeah, the, the grandma on that has like sundowners. Yeah. Okay. Well, it just happens to old folks, you know. It's embarrassing. They 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 don't remember it the next day. Was that also your grandmother making that horrible noise? Um, you know, you know, Eric. I, <laughs> you know, it's best just not to, you know, you, you you know how you don't wake a sleepwalker. It's best not to even just acknowledge a, sun, a sundowner. That's what they say. That's what the embroidery on the wall says. Whatever you say, boss. I guess back to Rap Boy. We gotta. I don't want to be here any longer than we have to. Look, look, look. I'm gonna speed through Rap Boy here. Basically, they have decided that they're going to, as a family, exploit Rap Boy and try and get him on TV or in a book deal or anything. Rat Boy Which seems to be. have a pretty loose grasp on the human language. Um, and their goals to get him on TV don't seem like they would be very They hard. don't ever actually do that. Too. No. And they never actually get him on TV. They do a lot of planning to get him on TV, but that never really comes through. It's like if... Well, I, she goes on TV. I mean, if she just bring him down to the news station and said, this is a Rat Boy, I mean... So she has like a photo of Rat Boy that she's using to get in the door of a lot of these places. And they're taking a closer look at it. And they're like, well, I don't actually think we want Rat Boy in the studio. So it's like she's... We're we're never taking any time to ask what Rat Boy wants. Um, We don't clean him up that much. They kind of comb his hair. Um, We find out that his name is, is either is eugene or he wants it to be eugene um make me eugene so they think the best thing that she runs into one of her old friends who is a television producer and he's throwing a party and she thinks the best way to maybe get rat boy in the door is to take him to this 1980s hollywood party where we don't see it but there's pretty heavy implications of blow on the presence. Yeah. Um, there's drinking. Uh, people are freaking out. They don't. I mean, they're they're actually handling the presence of Rat Boy pretty well. 
but nobody's keeping an eye on Rat Boy. Like everyone split. Like the two brothers come along as well, and they all split up to try and enjoy the Hollywood party. Um, find different ways to exploit Rat Boy, and Rat Boy just kind of want. He's just kind of not enjoying the scene. He, people are getting in his face, uh, so he's getting down on the ground, eating crackers off the floor, as you <laughs> well, do. Was a good floor cracker. Oh yeah, that's that's how you know it's a party. That's a Rat Boy party. Um, and so we kind of get the idea that he has a thing for Nikki. He has developed uh, an emotional attachment to Nikki. Uh, and the older brother picks up on this as well and, and, you know, takes Rat Boy aside and kind of has the only heart to heart we've had with him so far. Um, where we're, we're, you know, trying to figure out what's going, like, what's going on in Rat Boy's head. And, and will he behave himself if we take our eyes off of him? And the answer is uh, a resounding no, because uh, Nikki goes home with some oh, with Pilmar pretty much, yeah, playing pretty much himself. Um, and they leave Redboy behind, and he jumps off the side of the building, scaling it with like a rope he finds. Redboy like strength. Redboy's on the run now. Redboy's loose in the city. He's running by different Hollywood things. Uh, he finds himself eventually, like, in the train yard. Oh, he witnesses, like, a couple of Latinos getting arrested um, at gunpoint. It's a pretty it's a pretty, pretty gnarly scene. Um, so that kind of scars him pretty bad. Uh, one of them does see him and does says, uh, what, is, what is it? I um so very very subtle stuff there um he does find his way to the train yard where he runs into uh manny who is he's going to hang out in the movie for a little bit played by robert townsend uh the meteor man i don't know if you're familiar um he he approaches rat boy in such a way that i thought he was blind at first he does (laughs) Like, he kind of emerges from the shadows and is like, oh, you made a mistake coming into my place. And his place is just like a burned out building. And he's like, well, you shouldn't have come to mess with Manny. I'm like, Manny, can you see who you're talking to? And then it's clear that he can see and he's just not, he does not care. And he thinks that his friend Heavy sent this rat boy here to get him. And then... In a scene we don't really see, Ratboy is able to communicate to uh, to Manny that that he needs to call Nikki. He has Nikki's phone number in his pocket, and so the two Manny and Ratboy hang out in a bar playing pool until sunrise. Uh, Nikki comes and finds him, finds them, and then through the window sees how well Manny and Ratboy are getting along together, um, which is like I would say okay yeah. I, I i don't know they weren't like weren't they were calm yeah. they had both had a, a calm presence for each other um manny makes fun of rat boy for farting um he's he doesn't really have a whole lot of questions which is you know cool it's kind of like hey you rat boy all right you're rat boy and uh i'm manny and then and so manny sees an opportunity to exploit rat boy in, in that he wants to be uh, 
they need someone to watch after Rat Boy who gets along with Rat Boy. And he says, well, that's cool. I will do that for you for $1,000 a week, which is pretty good. Pretty good amount of money. And how much would um, work a week, really? (laughs) No, he doesn't make it through a week. By the end of the week, the the movie has gone completely awry. Yeah. Um, Eric, the how much would you, uh, would you have to be paid to hang out with Rat Boy as his like friend? I would say, hmm, I would say almost as his friend, it would have to be like at least seven hundred dollars a day. I think that's fair. Um, I skimmed over a part at the party scene. There is a um, there is a dance scene where Ratboy is doing some pretty erratic um, Elaine Bennis like dance. Yeah, some jiving, some kicking uh, out, kicky footy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so that's gonna be one of my that's gonna be one of my saving Silverman's is that fun dance scene. Um, and then there's a, a point where someone gives Ratboy a pair of sunglasses, and I thought that was that's a good look for Ratboy. So he that's my other saving Silverman. He looks good in sunglasses. Uh, also, mostly because it doesn't let us see how because his um the black part of his eye is the whole part of his eye like a red. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's not good. I don't like seeing that, and I like the sunglasses better. <clears throat> so now Manny's on the scene. And Manny is going to take Ratboy around to his various appointments um, while Nikki is also is pretty much going around selling the name of Ratboy without having to actually deal with Ratboy now. So she's going on the Merv Griffin show without Ratboy, just like with claims of having a Ratboy. I don't... <laughs> uh, yes, a Ratboy. I have a Ratboy, actually, in my uh, Yes, I think we all know what a Ratboy is. They hire an acting coach uh, who is this hoity-toity British guy who is supposed to teach Ratboy a speech, I guess. <laughs> he was supposed to like, teach him some etiquette and also a, like, a five-minute-long speech. <laughs> yeah, so um, that's fine. <laughs> uh, so... The first, the first thing that happens when Manny is left alone with Ratboy is that he, he, Manny decides to exploit Ratboy uh, because Ratboy has been left with some spending cash, and he brings over his friend Heavy, who is probably you know another Saving Silverman. I might be up to four at this point, but uh, Heavy is played, of course, by John Witherspoon, uh, and he is a guy who likes to sell diamonds, and he's selling hard he's selling hard to rat boy and rat boy is not engaging he is not engaged in the diamond sale he is Couldn't just even interested tell you what in a diamond was no he's just interested in the giant display diamond that is made of glass and so uh manny convinces heavy to sell that to rat boy for i think a thousand dollars yeah it was like a glass piece of uh glass work yeah, it was like the kind of thing that hangs off like a chandelier. And yeah. Ratboy's now wearing that as a necklace. He has his little tuxedo on. Man, he's driving him around. He's supposed to meet. He's most supposed to meet Nikki in, I guess, an alleyway where they're going to yes. eat <laughs> chocolates that he's brought and listen to a woman playing an accordion play an Italian song. It starts raining. Manny immediately calls over his his friends who appear to be uh, sex workers um, and is like already bragging about his big new Hollywood job uh, 
Nikki never shows up, so Rapaway's left standing in the rain. He eats all the chocolates, is sad. Uh, that's when Nikki's on the Merv Griffin show. She forgets that she's he's supposed like, to meet with Rapaway. He's like, Nikki, lie! Yeah, we do get some. We do finally get some Rapaway talk, and Rapaway sounds pretty much how you'd think they would. Rapaway, <laughs> he calls himself Eugene. Um, and so Ratboy freaks out and then starts attacking the two women in the car as they're driving. Manny handles that situation considerably well. Um, he gets he kicks the women out of the car and gets rat boy to his theater appearance where he's supposed to he's two hours late um i don't remember what they did between that but like he gets rat boy to the theater and then everyone is mad everyone is mad at manny everyone is pissed at rat boy no one's being nice to rat boy no one has been nice to rat boy and they're just like dragging him like by the wrist through the theater and and you know scolding him and it sucks and so he's they push him onto the stage where he's supposed to go out and give this speech to like reporters who are there and have been waiting for two hours to see the Rat Boy, and instead of giving the speech, which is like an a annotation of like a historical speech, he just starts freaking out and starts like uh, repeating the speech that he heard the police officers yelling at the Latino men they were arresting. Um, and so that uh, people are kind of weirded out by that, and then Ratboy is still pretty pissed at Nikki, so he decides to just go on a rampage. He's throwing stuff around the stage. He's climbing up the 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 curtain. He's Ugh. throwing lights at people. Acting He's like a real Ratboy. Pissed. And so Ratboy busts out and gets back on the street. We got Ratboy on the run. Manny notices. Manny has seen all of this. Is like, all right, Ratboy, we're out of here. So he grabs Ratboy, steals a different car, and takes Ratboy out of the city. Um, he he's trying to convince he's trying to convince both himself and Ratboy that this is the right thing to do. They will get out of the city and go down to Mexico, where he will. Make money off of Ratboy's oddness down there. And he's like, we'll put you in a cage or something. And he's like, you don't want to be in a cage. And Ratboy doesn't seem to understand. He's like, well, maybe you do want to be in a yeah, cage. he's like, yeah, I'll put you in a and cage. We'll do a free I'll put show. You, in a cage. you know, we'll make some good money. And so they pull over at a gas station where, or they pull over at a, 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 a grocery store where. Manny steals another car, a much more high-profile car. Um, we hear a radio announcement that the the police are on the lookout for Ratboy. Ratboy is considered armed and dangerous. <laughs> Ratboy is um, armed and dangerous. All persons. Uh, Nikki kind of feels bad. We see some shots of Nikki feeling bad, which she should. This is completely her fault. She yeah. has done an awful thing. She is a bad person and I was hoping would not make it through the movie. Um, so Manny and rat boy. <sighs> oh, by the way, I found the act. The name of the actor I was looking up to find this movie was Sydney, Lass- Sydney, Lassick or LASIK, Sydney, LASIK, who Sydney plays Lee Lass- dial a prayer. Cause he has a shirt on that says dial a prayer. Hmm. Where was I? Manny and Eugene are going down to Mexico. I don't know how far they get. Um, 
but it's it's a, it's the south. They're in the south, and Manny pulls over at a roadhouse, and it's like, all right, I'm gonna go in, I'm gonna get you some food, and then we're gonna be out of here. And then he it's does like, not do that. He go. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's like it's not the south. It's like the south of Los Angeles. Right. It's not uh, okay. Yeah. It's but it's like towards. They were like, only driving like next- for like an hour or two. They weren't driving like. <laughs> but it feels different. It feels di- it feels like I mean, once you get out of LA, I mean, like and you get like right the cities between LA and San Diego, I mean, you're going to find some like shady places. I mean, that's all desert out there. It's desert people. But it wasn't desert. It was like the green mountains. It, that's why I thought it was the south cuz it was like it didn't it looked like Georgia. It didn't look they, they like They did not California. drive to Georgia. <laughs> they did not. I know they didn't drive to Georgia, but that's what it looked like. I mean, they could have shot it there. For I sure, think they but. shot in Georgia. I'm sure, sure they shot in Georgia. Um, but <clears throat> instead of getting the food and getting out of the roadhouse, uh, Manny has, I guess, gotten drunk and hit on two ladies enough to the fact that they're going to take him back to their apartment. Uh, he throws like half a candy bar at Ratboy and is like, you wait here. And then the one of the ladies sees Rat Boy and freaks out, understandably, because she peeked in the car and wasn't probably expecting a Rat Boy. Um, and he still and Manny still manages to talk them into taking him home. And so yeah. now Rat Boy he leaves the car. He's following the train tracks, and I guess he finds his way back to where he's from. Not the dump that he was living in, but, like, the home that he was born yeah, in. His home. Yeah. Hmm. And so I, I'm, um, he sent a letter to Nikki, but he doesn't know how to write. So it was just, like, a drawing of something. We didn't get to see it, really. No. Um, but it was postmarked. circles and a car and a house. Yeah. And so, through that, Nikki was able to decipher that he was probably going back to his childhood home, which she had done a little research into and had found out that it was pretty much gone. It was, like, deserted and his family was gone. Um, She didn't want to tell him that because she was busy exploiting him. So, she comes and meets up with him and is like, I'm sorry, rat boy. I wish I had been better. And... Rap was like, it's okay. So she <laughs> she takes him. She's gonna take him back to the city, but they're being pursued by the police because they recognize Rap Boy from a mile away. And there's like this ends with like a long car chase through the woods. Um, but Rap Boy at some point takes over driving responsibilities, and. Throws a police car off the road, like into a swamp, and then is able to get Nikki out of that police car, and they're back on the run. Another cop car is after them and runs them into the woods, um, where they're in an accident, and Nikki is hurt, her head is hurt. So Rat Boy has decided to just like go for it. He's going on the run. He's out of there. So, so two cops are kind of running through the mist. They're in pursuit of Rat Boy, and they. They get a clear shot and they take it. They shoot Rat Boy in the arm and he falls into like a reservoir or like a like a pond kind of. I guess it's a creek. Yeah, it's a creek. It, it was like a little river. Yeah. And so there is, I guess, 
you know, Nikki comes to and is only mildly peeved that the police have killed Rat Boy. She's like, God, why did you hurt him? She's like, you you killed Rat Boy. And they're like, maybe. I mean, we're looking for him. And they're like, no, you killed him. And and they're like, eh, maybe. (laughs) Sure. One less Rat Boy. (laughs) One less Rat Boy on the world. And so they, the scuba team finds the that there is a vent in the bottom of the lake that leads to some kind of sewer system. Um, but Rat Boy is able to signal to L- Nikki across the. He's able to use his stupid glass bobble to signal to Nikki across the lake that he is okay in the tree. He's still very clearly injured, and he just runs off into the mountains. And kind of jumps in a victorious pose, but things are not going to... I mean, an actual owl could take on Ratboy at this point. Yeah. He's like, he's just like... Oh, yeah. God, Ratboy. Owls kind of pop up at different points in this movie. Um, He's never really afraid of them. But they're just... They, I don't understand. I don't know. This movie's not my favorite. Um, it was tough to watch. I don't... I can't say I recommend it. I you know, the 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 poster of it and the nature of the of what it is is I thought it was going to be more in line with like an elephant man type thing where it's like uh you know pity for this 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 creature and and you know the story he must be able to tell and the story sucks because the story is all about we're going to exploit him with no remorse and there's never any real remorse um because even when she comes back to pick him up at his childhood home, it feels like she's doing that because she wants to still use Rat Boy. Yeah, sadly. Yeah, and I um, I think everyone in this film should have been punished. Honestly, Rat Boy deserves his freedom, and everyone that exploited him should uh, rot in hell. Uh, it's like it's, justice for Rat Boy. No one ever really gets their dues in this. Literally, no one. Like yeah. the do like Manny doesn't get his dues. He gets laid twice. Yep. Fuck that guy, man. Yeah. Fuck Manny. Fuck Nikki. And you know what? I gotta say, fuck Nikki's brothers too. Even though I will say, there's a moment where like, um, you know, Louis does try to have like a a heart to heart with him when they get him in a hotel. They're like, "What are you thinking, bud? Why don't you tell me what's up?" And he's like the only person that seems to really try and do that. And I'm like, well, uh, he talks to him not so much like a child, but like it's kind of it's kind of like the way you talk to a child. But he does it. He's more like indifferent. Like, yeah. well, you know, what? We, well, we're not gonna do that. It's the, it's the way I talk to a child, <laughs> of course. Uh, and so that was Rat Boy. Um, do you yeah. think Rat Boy died? I don't know. It seemed like he just ran off into the uh, into he the ran off hills. Into the literal hills. And dig himself a little home. The hills of Rat Boy. What was um? Colin, these Yo. noises are getting weirder and louder. I. Okay, I want to say these are not Rat Boy noises. Rat Boy only yeah. made like kind of like, like like eh, eh. All of Rat Boy's noises were kind of pathetic noises. Of was yeah. like, oh, like a struggling guinea pig type thing. Yeah, he was not intimidating. Yeah, even when he even when he was like in attack mode, it was like 
I seemed very defensive. My uh, with the high points and low points for me, the low point has to be when he was giving his uh, fancy speech to all the reporters, but he was just reciting what a cop said. Oh yeah, he was like. It's like he puts his hands up, hands up, (laughs) hands up, or I'll shoot. shoot. I hate when he would he would do that and like shake his head while he spoke. Ugh. Oof. High point has to be when Rap Boy got shot. Cruel. I, I thought it was like I was like, well, you know what? I think this world is too cruel for Rat Boy. Yeah, they should have just let him die. <laughs> that poor creature. They should have. What is what future does Rat Boy have in this world? None at all. Mm. Well, hey, hey, I think there's something over there. Here, can I? Uh, here, pass me, pass me that shoe. Okay, here, take Come it. On. All right. I used to be really good at throwing stuff, so I'm gonna try and just scare it off. I think it's a, it's not, it's bigger than a rat, so it's yeah. not a rat. His little ass is might be like out. a, it could be a raccoon. I'm not gonna, you know, the the thing that they say about nature is it like it'll reflect whatever energy you put out there. So we gotta remain calm about it. Mm-hmm. But I am gonna fucking chuck this shoe at it right now. Damn. Oh, mm-hmm. you kind of liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he seemed to like that. I think. Whoa, what was that? I don't. Okay, here's what I'm getting, Eric. Can we, can we leave some, this room? There's some kind of little thing, and yeah, can we go? We'll go. I like the fire. I think the fires. I, th- I see another. There's two fireplaces. There's an office. Oh yeah, there's like a little office. Well, there's the there. secondary one, but they don't. They never use that one. We're gonna yeah, have to clean go. that out. All right, I'm gonna grab a quick log here. <clears throat> uh, the whispers is what got to me, you know. I can deal with like a, you know, a thing in here, but like, I don't like the whispers. All right, we're All right. safe in here. Um, can you put this put this chair up against the the door? Sure. Thank you. <clears throat> um. Uh. I, all right. Well, let's just keep the fire burning. Keep the fire burning. I'll I'll talk about my movie. Yeah, hang on a sec. I'm gonna give it a good. Oh yeah. Oh, that's nice. Ah, it stinks though. I hate when you know the the burning of like dust. It just gets up back in you, and then you get like that. Uh. Yeah, it's just like a. It's like burnt hair. Yeah, I definitely feel you on that. Oh God, the window's open. Oh, hey, I think the window opened. Yeah, let me close it. This house. All right, well, I had... We left off last week, and I thought you said I had to watch Munchies, but it was actually That's You know what? I want to say I might have said that, but what I had intended was Munchies, singular. (laughs) Munchies starring Dom DeLuise, the great Dom DeLuise. The great. Um, This is... The late, the great. This is a Roger Corman production. I don't think he directed. How often? How far after someone dies, you say the late? It would have to be. Like, doesn't that mean they died recently? Isn't that something you say after someone died yeah. recently? The late MF Doom. Does that sound appropriate? Yeah, yeah. Like, like later tonight, I could be looking in on my grandma, and if she's dead, I would say, "Oh, my late grandma." Yeah. My late Nana. 
She was always late. I hope that's. I mean, she's always she's always late, but like, I don't want her to be like late. Yeah, <laughs> I know what you mean. Trust me. So, uh, Munchie, singular, Munchie, singular, starring Dom DeLuise as you got it, Munchie. He's a ghoul. He's a he is a oh, creature. Uh, sure would you describe before we go, get into yours? Would you describe Ratboy as a ghoul? Yeah, he's ghoulish. He's ghouly. Yeah. He's I think something it meets the criteria. Would, he's definitely something you would fight in the, in any of these. He's just like a little a little games. menacing thing. Yeah, he has a bad attitude. He does have well, that, I I can't blame him. For that. <laughs> yeah, poor little guy. He's earned his bad attitude. Um, so Munchie is. Uh, Spin me the tale of Munchie. I'm gonna warm up by the fire. Munchie, where do I start? Um. It's the movie starts off in an odd place. It starts off with a car chase in the in the seventies. In the seventies, right? yeah, and this man is driving and breaking into like a uh, ravine of some. Oh, the pit! He's breaking into the local pit. The local bottomless pit. <laughs> the yeah. local bottomless pit, and he has like a tr- tr- uh, treasure chest next to him. That's Dom DeLuise talking, doing bad bits. Like, oh, it's hot in here. Get me out of here. Oh, my ex-wife said this to me. And... (laughs) I'm laughing already. And he is just going off. And eventually the man who never comes back uh, just throws him into the pit. Well, that's, I feel like that's just to show us that you can get rid of Munchie. Yeah, well, he tells you the rule. pestilence. He tells you how to get rid of him. His rules seem like self-imposed, though. Yeah, and we'll get and uh, so he goes into the pit, and then the uh, thirty years later, this boy Gage Dobson finds this box in an abandoned mine shaft, and uh, that's how he meets Munchie. But before that, Gage uh, is a new kid at school. He's trying to fit in. He has uh, the same old, any stereotypical movie about a kid trying to fit in into middle school in the 90s is in this. Bad Bullies, Girl of His Dreams. Eric, I'm reading that this actually is a loose sequel to Munchies. Is it? That's what the, there's a fun fact that says that. On the IMDb? I don't believe it, though. I don't believe it either. It says nothing to do with Munchies. Munchies looks way different. Yeah. Looks way raunchier. This is family entertainment, sir. This is definitely family friendly. Uh. So. Yeah. I, I, well. The stuff with the principal. Well, I guess it is all just like baby talk. Yeah. It's it's somewhat innocent. I think it's innocent for 90s standards. Sure. Um. So Gage's uh, dad is not in the picture, and his mom, his hot mom, is dating this uh, this slimy-looking dude, Doctor Elliot Carlisle. Yeah, he looks like they um, do not like each other. Gage and he looks like Tony Tony Stark. You said a Tony Stark mixed. Tony Stark was like in Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, I mean the guy was fly. He did have a sense of style for himself. Gotta give him credit. I mean that I'll tell yeah, that, that tracksuit at the beginning was something to behold. I enjoyed that. That was good nineties uh fashion. Eighty oh my gosh, it is the nineties. Ninety two. This feels like it should be in the eighties. I mean it's it's still eighties style 
is still very heavy. Yeah, it's like it hasn't rolled over. Yeah. Um, God, I hate, I hate, I keep rolling through pictures here, and I hate the way Munchie looks. <laughs> he is a creature. So, uh, after Ugh. Gage finds these, this uh, crate uh, of the chest in the abandoned mine, he brings it home and he opens it. No, yeah. Why is he in the abandoned? No, he mine? opens it in the. No, does he? Does he open it in the abandoned mine? We we establish what his life is like before Munchie. Yeah, and pre, uh, we got pre Munchie and post Munchie. Yeah, pre Munchie, not good. <laughs> Elaborate. <laughs> uh, pre Munchie Gage is a loser. He doesn't. He he can't get pizza in thirty seconds or less. The man can't make things float. Come on. Gage is a wet blanket without Munchie. He's a new kid in school. Yeah. People don't like him. He's failing math. He is failing math. He's, he's it's like any stereotypical. Just yeah. kind of want to bully him. It's stereotypical like new he kid. He likes a girl. New kid, new school. The girl, fun fact, is Jennifer Love Hewitt, but who was going by at the time was just Love Hewitt. Yeah. Which I wonder who got in her ear about that. Love. Love. Huh? Love people together. So he opens the uh, crate in the shaft and Munchie pops out. And let me tell you, how what an entrance. How did he get to the shaft again? I don't remember how he got He was there. just like, his mom was like, go play outside. And he was like, okay. And he just and like. Out, that led him to the mine. He shaft? just found himself in the Munchie. <laughs> in mines. And he finds Munchie. Oh, man. I watched this like less than five hours ago, and I cannot recall for the life of me how he got in the mine shaft. I mean, he threw him in the pit. I mean, the boy. I'm not sure how. I know how Munchie got in. The, uh, I mean, the I don't know. I also yeah. I don't also don't understand how the end. I don't understand pit how the pit being a mine correlates shaft. to the mine shaft. Yeah. So he opens it up. Munchie pops out. He does a little song and dance, and uh, he's like sparklers. Sparklers, and then. Gabe Gage runs away and then he comes home. Cause he beholds Munchie. Yeah, Munchie is too fucking much. odd looking. It's Describe too much. Munchie. He looks like a mixture of a bat and a chihuahua. Yeah. Yeah. And he's legs. got a weird hairpiece and he's wearing like a leather jacket. And jeans. He's got four fingers. His face moves like a Chuck E. Cheese yeah, animatronic that got hit by a truck. His face is rough. He has eyebrows. Yeah. His lips. He's always smiling. He's never not smiling. Yeah. Ugh. Munchie. Munchini. I'm looking at him right now and I hate him. Um, I want to be positive, but Munchie, I hate. (laughs) Munchie, I hate. (laughs) So, uh,. Gage finds Munchie laying in his bed watching TV, and and then let just let's let the people know Munchie never walks. You never see That's Munchie true. walk. Munchie He's is always, always in a state of standing or sitting. <laughs> yes, never moving. He'll move his arm. There is no scene where Munchie is busting a move. No, but not sadly, would have made this better movie. Didn't he try to tell his mom about it, and his mom? It's just like cannot be bothered. I mean, his like he run Munchie runs away like Munchie has like supersonic speed. Right, but he he's gonna tell his mom about Munchie this thing that he found in a mine shaft. She's like, just go upstairs. I don't want to. Yeah. 
His, she can't be bothered to mother. His, his mom was trying to have a hot, hot white girl summer. She is trying to have a, a white girl summer. Um. So, Gage and Munchie immediately hit it off. They kind of because he, Gage has no friends, and Munchie is the only guy who would talk to him. And also, Munchie well, Munchie Munchie insists that he can change his life. He's like, "Yeah, dude, whatever you want." He kid's like, "All right, I don't, I don't want to fail math. I want I want the girl to like me. I want my bullies punished, and I want my mom to I dump. Don't wanna, I don't want a new stepdad. Yeah, I want, I want my mom to dump Doctor Carlisle, and uh, uh, he wants the principal to suck shit. And he dude. wants the principal to get his. Um, and he wants a and he wants a pizza more immediately. Yeah, and and Munchie's like, I can make a pizza come here in thirty seconds or less. And then Munchie like goes to the speeds over to the window and like moves his hand in a magical way. And then this pizza at this yeah, Italian is restaurant, magical. This pizza at this Italian restaurant. This is one of my saving Silverman's. Is the pizza scene? <laughs> 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 Munchie makes a pizza f- float from an Italian restaurant. Over to Gage's house. Um, Who's and, making the pizza, Eric? And this this fat Italian man is making this pizza, and he like he's like, "You're not taking my pizza!" And he like <laughs> chases the pizza down the block. He's also he's wearing a chef's outfit, but it is unbuttoned, <laughs> it's unbuttoned. so it is open. It's completely open, so you can just see the wife beater under his yeah, shirt. True Italian fashion. <laughs> And he, he's got a fucking big chef's hat. He's all talking in Italian. You kind of and the, the maitre d who's also Italian is like you can't leave here. Nobody take out my pizza. <laughs> my pizza. He's taking my pizza. So he, they get the pizza. Munchie's like set the table, kid. And the kids just has a, a dining table in his room. <laughs> the chef also the chef also pulls a, a knife. knife. I mean, out he's of chasing his pant, out of his waistband so, so that it, it was surely just. Sticking in his underwear. I mean, that's how most chefs wear it, right? Isn't that what they do? I hope not. <laughs> they always have a knife. That's not, what they, that's not that's not what they taught me at the academy. The cordon blue. I went to Pizza University. <laughs> the PU. <laughs> I went to Chuck E. Cheese University. There it is again. There it is again. <laughs> On time. Uh, God, is he? You think the. Do you think the thing? Hey, Eric, can I talk to you over here for a second? Yeah, sure. What's up? Uh, do you think? Do you think the thing in here is like listening to us? Cause he's playing. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> Not only is he listening, but he appears to be enjoying. And he's hungry. <laughs> he's hungry. I think he liked the pizza story. Man, you okay, buddy? I'm a little... Maybe we communicate with it. All right, go for it. Oh, wait, he's getting really close to that vase. I can't see him fully yet. Oh, God. The shadow's in this room. Oh, God. He just broke the vase over his head, and now he's running away. Oh, man. He's like an oblong shape. God. I didn't see legs on him, like, for for such a a fast creature. I think he just bounces around. Are we going to catch this thing? I don't want to. I, All right, I'll tell you what. We're going to lay low. If I don't want to catch it unless we have to. All right, that's fair. I, that's my approach to nature. I don't want to deal with it unless I have to. Okay, let me... Uh, you seem to be enjoying your, your recount of Munchie, so yeah. why don't we get back on track? Maybe... You hear that? We're getting back to Munchie. Uh, yes, yes, Eric. I would love to hear more about 
Munchie and the adventures of Munchie and the pizza. I forgot to introduce Professor Kershank, who is uh, oh, yeah. a Jewish crackpot scientist, is what they is describe him as. That's what, I don't know. He felt like he was like from World War II. Was... Okay. Yeah, he just had a Jewish energy. He's like, oh, Gage making this yeah, car. But he wasn't like the he wasn't like the the German guy in Monster Squad who is like explicitly like a Holocaust survivor. Yeah, he had a some. He was I don't know. He was weird. But he was also like a zany Albert He was Einstein also type. Uh, one of my saving Silverman's was him because he was just a. What was his deal? He was just like the I he was like a, in the neighborhood uh like Doc Brown like the game. Yeah, he's like a zany neighbor. Yeah. And he was he was what, just been But is he a scientist? I think he was just like retired dude like a history guy. He was retired and like he was working he's on like his an archaeologist. Jeep. Yeah, that's like how eventually he's Indiana Jones. Yeah. So after getting the pizza The stepdad figure is a doctor. Yes, Dr. Elliot Carlisle. Okay, and he uh, and the 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 old scientist doesn't like him because he knows that what he does is he makes animals sick with different viruses, then kills them and cuts them open to see what happened. Yeah, which seems like it would play more into his interaction with Munchie, but not really. Not really. Uh. Munchie's help, however, only causes Greg Gage. I'm sorry, Gage more trouble at school. Munchie starts like fucking with stuff, but like it always comes back. Munchie does also disappear for like long periods of time. Yeah, I mean, like he's always trying to. He's got the game moving on to the next scene. Munchie is truly the shark from Jaws in this. Yeah, uh, one of the thing like he he embarrasses everybody, and like uh, one of the things was that like. He tricks the secretary to go into uh, the principal's office, and then he turns on the uh, PA system while they're in there, like, kissing. They they have apparently been having an affair, and the principal has called it off because he thinks it's not right. They both appear to be single. I guess it's not professional to be having an affair with your secretary. Yeah, we don't even know if but he's they, really married or not. I mean, I didn't get the vibe that this was a married man. Yeah. He also humiliates uh, both the bullies. One, which was beat up in the shower room, and the other one was humiliated during performance of Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, football guy, he got... Yeah, like, he, he got insulted... Um, and called like a stooge and then Munchie hit him with the locker and then the gauge actually punched him and then he like falls into a uh, basket of dirty like a, laundry and then he gets yeah. rolled into the shower and that damaged that damages him to a point where he's he's not going to be able to play football anymore can't play and the coach is kind of cool about he's it like we're going to need a new player gauge you interested he's like sure you just ruined that child So, but yeah. also it helps embarrass the school principal who threatens Gage with expulsion. Fed up with Mun- Munchie's ways, Gage takes him to Dr. Krushanks, who reveals that Munchie is an internal creature that has been in every internal. major major 
civilization since the time since time right, began. Right, there's like hieroglyphs of Munchie. Yeah, every <laughs> he was there when JFK was assassinated. Which is like, it's not that surprising because Munchie the whole time is like either lying or just saying stuff where he's like, no, I invented that. Yeah. And then he goes party time at the all the time. He's just like, hey, yeah, now it's party time. It's like, Munchie, I have stuff to do. Yeah. Gage leaves Munch, Munchie with Chris Shanks only to have Munchie return to his house and put together a huge party while Kathy and Dr. Kyle are on a date. Right, he's Munchie is pretty good, pretty well into the process of breaking the mom up with this kind of scummy stepdad, and then he's like, "Well, let's put the let's put a halt on that real quick. Yeah. I need to have a party." And Gage is like, "I'm don't want to do that. I just want to read a book." Yeah, the party was a the party we've seen was my last saving sermon. It was a crazy party. Munchie puts together a party in less than an hour with a band, yeah, he, like, food. He does uh, voices is yeah. his thing. He does he oh, can, yeah, like, yeah, interp- yeah. In, take other people's voices. And he can play tricks on people and stuff, which he does. So let's go, let's break down how he makes this party happen, though. He first calls he all use, the He friends. uses Gage's voice to get the girl that Gage likes to agree to come to his house for a party. Yes. And then he uses the stepdad's voice to get the catering for the party. Mm-hmm. And a band from the same company. And he puts it all on the uh, credit card. On the credit card that he stole but didn't end up needing because they already had it on file. Um, and then he uses Jack Nicholson's voice to get somebody to send over a bunch of girls. Um, a service of some sort. Yeah, some kind of service. And then that's it, really. Three phone calls is all it takes, Munchie, to get this party going. And it's a popping party. And everybody's there. Everybody's there. And by everybody, yeah. I mean adults. Uh, there is one child, up. and it is the little girl who has come with her dad, who is pretty on board with the He's party. Like, There's clearly drinking party. going yeah. on. <laughs> pretty impressive party. The principal shows up and tells Gage not to worry about the expulsion. Uh, <laughs> He's having so much fun at the party You don't gotta worry about yeah, it uh, Andrea and Gage finally get a chance to talk And they hit it off well Yeah Cause oh she's like yeah my mom's dead Yeah and he's, he's like, like oh, word Word my dad's out of the picture She's like word He doesn't even say that he doesn't even relate to her yeah. Well Kathy Wait, and uh, Dr. Carlisle Are on the date uh, Carlisle managed to, manages to disgust her With his misogynistic attitude uh, yeah, thirty something before say with children's children are you a glut on today's market, and she de- she demands like, he takes her home early. They arrive yeah. to find the party. He also swing. can't pay for the dinner because he doesn't have his credit card. Yeah, so she has to pay for it. She offers to pay for. She says, "I'm gonna pay for this," and he goes, "No, any dame I'm on a date with gets paid for by me." And then he doesn't have his credit he card. Like, so he looks bad. Uh, Kathy is furious with Gage, but when Carlisle finds a sleeping munchie, he kidnaps him to take him to his she office. She breaks up the party with yeah. two words. Yeah. Everybody out. Pretty impressive stuff. Pretty good. I'd leave. Uh, so Dr. Carlisle finds a sleeping munchie. Did you notice there was a lot of clowns at this party? And they weren't doing, like, clown shit. I didn't they were notice just any like, clowns. I saw four different kinds of clowns. Wow. 
They were all casual. Casual clown. Uh, Kathy. Casual clown is my... Don't fall asleep, Eric. I'm sorry. We're in this cozy room and it's just... I think your retelling of Munchie is the only thing keeping whatever is going on here at bay. So Kathy uh, is furious and... While this is happening, Carlisle finds the sleeping Munchie on the floor. He kidnaps him to take him to his office for experiments. With the help of Andrea and Kershank, Gage manages to get Munchie back, and the chase ensues, which this is the final, the climax of Dr. Carlisle chasing Munchie, Dr. Kershank, and Gage around their town. Uh, Gage manages to escape. Um, like he Munchie makes the car fly like an ET, and it has like an ET scene. It's an ET ripoff. It is an ET ripoff. And then well, I didn't realize that until the car scene. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, it's me so neither. it's so unlike ET. That I like until the car scene. I'm like, oh, they're trying to do ET. What's more, an ET ripoff, this or Mac and Me? I think Mac and Me because it has more of the attitude of E.T. Yeah. Um, and also, I don't think Ma- I, I I don't think Mac can talk, and that's a big part of it. Yeah. Munchie can't stop talking. That is true. Also, Munchie is magic explicitly and has always been on Earth. And these are E.T. and Mac and Me are both like from somewhere else and just trying to understand society. Yeah. Munchie created society. Munchie is essentially a god. Munchie is God. Munchie is love. Munchie. Munchie is life. Uh, so the chase ends with Dr. Carlisle running his uh, car into a donut shop and getting arrested by nearby cops. And then it then it cuts. Do you think it's a wig? Do you think it's a wig on Munchie? Do you think he, he has a wig? Yes. I mean, don't we see him sleeping bald? There is that point, yeah, where he's sleeping in the sock drawer. He doesn't have the hair. Uh, Munchie, the, the I just wish he would just embrace it. I think he would look better bald. He'd look a lot creep. I don't know, man. Put a hat on. I think he'd look better, man. What a new yeah, hat. hat would obviously the hat is the solution here. A cowboy hat would look great on Munchie. So the movie ends with Doctor Kershane and Munchie. They're on at the airport with the family, and they're all and they're gonna go on a right. foreign expedition. To find Dr. the origins of Munchie. Dr. Crankshaft got a grant sight unseen. He hadn't met Munchie yet, and he applied for a grant about to study Munchie. And then, like, eight scenes later, he finally meets Munchie. He's like, this thing's cool. Yeah. And so, but he's already gotten the grant, like, before he even meets Munchie. He's like, he comes over during the start of the party and is like... Dude, you're not going to believe it. I got my grant. They're going to let me do it. He's like, that's great. He's like, yeah, I would love to celebrate. He's like, we happen to be throwing a party. Would you like to come in? He's like, only if I can meet Munchie. Like, for real, I got to meet this thing. Bring me the Munch. So Munchie's from, like, a lost civilization. Like, a civilization that, like, went under 3,000 years ago. Which he writes off to a line. He's like, oh, that was a heck of a party. I remember that night. Do you remember? Did you ever play the Jack and Daxter games? Yeah, I remember. I played. You those. Remember, they do kind of. You remember? He Dax, does look kind of like them. Like the uh, they were called the uh, precursors. That's what uh, Dax was, and they were like the people before the people, and they left the, all the eggs and stuff. Dax, Dax and Shepard. Dax and Shepard, yeah. Jack and Daxter. Daxter was a, a pro. Uh, 
the weasel thing. Yeah. He was the weasel guy. Yeah, he was like in the third one they revealed that he was a race that he comes from a race of uh the people who came before and like the ancient civilization. I never finished those games. Yeah. Fun games. Uh Munchie, that's the end of Munchie. Munchie. Are you leaves. a dark are you a dark jack or are you a light jack? Light jack all the way. Wow. See, I consider myself kind of the bad boy of the pod. And so, you got so dark I'm jack energy. More dark jack. I got dark jack energy. Uh, that's the end of Munchie. Yeah, they take they fly the plane. They fly the plane. The, 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 pilot, like they, the pilots the come, pilots come out and The munchie. flight is going specifically to the lost city of whatever. And it's they're flying Delta, obviously. And the pilots are like, wait. That we missed our flight, and they're like, "You can't have missed the flight. The flight is is taking off, it's and you're 13. the pilots." And uh, Munchie is flying the plane, so another stolen vehicle. Put into put it on the tab. Munchie says, <laughs> "Yeah, I can pay for it in pizza magic." <laughs> um, Golden, did you bring the wheel? I brought the wheel. All right. Um, before that, my high point. Um, What's your high point? Whew, high point is probably. Mm, tough, tough. Um, I like when I like the the different little outfits Munchie wears. I like the the military Munchie <laughs> outfit. Operation does what was it? Operation uh. Oper Operation um dinner storm. Dinner storm. <laughs> uh, low point probably. Munchie hanging out casually with a a lot of half nude kids. Not great looks for Munchie. Yeah. Did not like Munchie's locker room scene. Uh, I think he agreed with you. Thank you. I appreciate your solidarity. Um, I think, you know, we're going to be here for like a week, right? Yeah. We're going to be here probably for actually for the month. So we should probably try and make peace with this thing. Uh, we'll, we'll give you guys an update on how that goes. Hey. Oh, oh hey. excited. Doing a little, little song. Wow. Is that the the Gremlins song? He's singing th- the Gremlins song? I don't think he has a, the rights for that. I don't think he has the rights for it, but I, I never, you know, he's a he's a little ghoulie. What is he going to do? What, are they going to sue him? Well, we'll work on figuring out some stuff about our little ghoulie pal. Um, does that sound good to you, ghoulie? Little ghoulie? Yeah. All right. That sounds like a yes to me. All right, so let's get into let's get into the wheel. Let me pull the wheel out here. Ghoulie, you want to give the? Are you feeling friendly, Ghoulie? You want to come give the wheel a spin? Yum yum. Mm, that sounds like a no. I'm gonna, keep, I'm like, gonna say yeah, no no. Yeah, yeah, with that. Okay, so I'm gonna spin the wheel. Here it goes. Spinity dinity, spinity dinity. We are. This is for you, Eric, and you are going to be watching. Ooh, basket case. Basket this is a cult classic. I haven't seen it, but it's uh, supposedly well well liked. Um, and I will be watching. Oh wait, uh, let's get your punishment. My punishment will be impractical jokers. So it will oh, be. Ghoulie, what do you think about that? What do you think about impractical jokers? 
Oh, he doesn't like that. Mm. Eric, you better get through. You better get through it. I agree. I agree. Uh, All right, let me spin for me. I will be attempting the movie. Nuki. Nuki. Oh, my God. K-I-E. Nuki. This movie, I do have a history with this movie. You have a history with Nuki? No, I don't personally have a history with it. You know Nuki? I, I'm aware of the movie Nuki, yes. Okay. Well, it is rough, my man. Well, what's my punishment? Your punishment is the King of Queens later seasons. Oh, wow. Like a nice warm hug. Yeah. My eyes are getting weary. <laughs> Time's getting, Back is getting weary. tight. <laughs> I don't even remember the rest. Uh, all right. Well, we'll see what we can do. Uh, I think we probably ought to uh, maybe bunk down here tonight. I don't want to. Um, yeah. I don't want to investigate upstairs. I mean, when we left the other room, there was whispers in the walls, and I, you know. I think if we if we keep the fire going, uh, we'll do it in shifts. We'll get through. We'll make peace with this with this little ghoulie. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll keep first watch. And uh, Eric, if you want to turn in, you go ahead. And right. uh, thank you, loyal listeners, for for tuning in. We'll be back next week with some some new April ghouls. Bye. <laughs>